everybody. Welcome to another episode of Who Invited Her. We are San Diego's LGBTQ pop culture podcast. I am your host, Tony, and I'm here with my other host. Say hi, Bashy. Hi, Bashy. I'm going <laughs> through a Tommy Bahama phase today. Are you? Mine, my <laughs> yeah. shirt is actually as pink as yours, but in the light, it shows up white. It's so Or weird. maybe just against, you know, yeah, it got maybe. scared and turned white of it being did. against your skin. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and Eric is here. Say hi, Eric. Hi, everyone. I have my... My showgirl shirt. I love today. that My shirt. <laughs> don't you I love that. don't know me. <laughs> you don't know me. And you guys, she's back. It's been so long since she's been on the show. So this is gonna be a lot of fun. Minchilada is here. She's gonna co-host the show with us. Hi, Minchilada. But I gotta I'm play your I gotta you play live. your music. Oh. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, everybody, Minchilada is back. It's been a hot minute since she's been on the show, but she is going to be co-hosting the show with us since Miriam T is off this week. She's doing Wine Club at Inside Out, but she she will be here next week. So, you guys, first, I want to catch up with Minchilada before we get into the, the meat of the episode. How have you been, Minchilada? How's everything you and White Eric have been doing during quarantine? <laughs> shameless plug, shameless plug, shameless plug. <laughs> shameless plug. <laughs> For everybody, for everybody at, at, that's listening to the podcast, <laughs> Eric is behind me. her giving the Venmo. <laughs> what is your Venmo, Minchilada? It's J Mitch. J Mitch. You can, you can also you. follow me at www.michelada.com. She has a website. <laughs> How did you get michelada.com? I know. Girl, you know, I can do whatever I want. I'm actually reporting. This isn't even my house. This is the Z Gallery showroom. They just <laughs> let me use it. She's uh, like, I need would, your showroom. I'm surprised, like, Bud Light or Corona didn't have that bot or something. I know. <laughs> Holy oh, shit. No, you can sell that for a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> it's brought to you by Specifico. Specifico. There you go. How have you and I'm Eric been handling quarantine because we haven't talked to you since lockdown so how's everything going with you what have you been doing how's catch us up really quick i've been eating <laughs> all of us have <laughs> <laughs> eating <laughs> no it's believe it or not, it was like so weird today like trying to paint a face it was yeah. like i like missed a bunch of steps and i'm like what am i doing what's mm-hmm. next so just it yeah I haven't painted the face in maybe like two months. So really, it's been good. Wow. So, yeah, so I've not been doing drag for two months. Wow. <laughs> How have you been keeping busy? Like with just work? Because I know you work in the healthcare healthcare field. How has that been during COVID? I mean, I'm sure you have stories. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually hasn't been as crazy as people. I'm in primary care, so it's, yeah, you know, I'm I'm not in the main hospital in the hub, but it's been. Yeah, but it's been good. Yeah. Can't complain. I've been eating a lot, cooking a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Actually doing a lot of those fucking tasty recipes that you see on the Facebook ads. Yes, yeah. we've tried those too. <laughs> those ones where you're like cutting a bunch of King's Hawaiian rolls in half and then just putting like a bunch of shit in the oven. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. pretty much butter. Yeah. I've butter. gone through like tubs of butter. <laughs> I've so much butter during quarantine. I'm like, what the fuck? I, fr- I didn't realize everything called for it so much. I know, right? Yeah. Since you're like cooking All now. the good stuff. Yeah. There was one month where I went through like four sticks of butter. I'm like, who the fuck? Am four I? sticks of butter? Yeah. What were you cooking? Scones. Oh, yeah. Um, scones, yeah. Yeah. Fucking baked things. I didn't, I, I didn't realize butter is the key to everything. It's so, so much a lot of you and it's Eric. It's the key to happiness. You and Eric just <laughs> went on a little vacation right into the woods. <laughs> I saw on social media. I was like, they're in the woods? What are they doing yeah, in the we, woods? 
Well, we took a COVID test a, uh, a couple of days before that. Yeah. We went to go visit Eric's family who lives in Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. Yeah, How was, was it? They live, oh, my God. It was amazing. They live right on the lake. They love to oh, God, bake pies. So His nice. dad was a baker, so they love to make pies. Pies? Pies and cakes. And oh, my God. That sounds like <laughs> the perfect vacation. Damn, that sounds yeah. like the perfect vacation. <laughs> Oh, so you guys, so September is Hispanic Heritage Month. Did you know I'll, I'll know that? September 15th through the October October 15th is Spanish Heritage Month. So this this episode will be coming out at the beginning of September. So we thought we might as well celebrate a little bit <laughs> since it is yeah. Hispanic yeah. Heritage Month. Um, so a little fun facts about Hispanic Heritage Month. It started out as a week. We only we only got one week in 1968. Um, that's all they gave us, <laughs> and then it didn't it didn't um, get become a month until 1988 is when legislation passed, and it was because of Esteban Edward Torres. He was the one who put it in. Um, what's it called the senate for it to become a whole month and the whole reason why they started it at the 15th um was because it was the anniversary of independence for five hispanic countries i didn't know this costa rica el salvador um guatemala and honduras and uh i think there's one other one i can't remember the name of it right now but they all that all of them fall their independence day fall within the time frame of september 15th through October 15th. So that's why they chose that date. Um, another fun fact is, I didn't know this when I was doing research for this, but Hispanics account for 16.7% um, of the national population with oh, between 52 to 60 million in America are from the Hispanic culture. Can you believe that? I honestly thought it was higher. Really? Yeah. I know, so did I. Yeah. No, yeah. that was as of, wow, the, as of, I think, 2019, it is the fastest growing um, demographic in America. Where I'm they fact were, check you. Yeah, go ahead. There was, were, <laughs> go ahead. I, ever, I'm like, have ahead. you ever sat in a Planned Parenthood waiting room? There's nothing but my Well, California, <laughs> California and Texas have the highest population of Hispanics in, in America. Which I thought was like, okay, I see that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, because that's Hispanics, what? which signifies speaking Spanish. No. But I think Latinos is higher. No. Oh, uh, uh, this is fucking marketing because Latinos yeah. also counts uh, Brazilians. Yes, that's exactly. Yep. Yes. That's a, yeah, there is a whole like other subcultures that but they were just counting Hispanic, I guess. But the other thing is Spanish is the second most largest. Um, language spoken in the U.S., which I kind of we already... speak English in America, Tony. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. Are you kidding? God damn it! <laughs> but I thought it was. I thought that was interesting. Also, I forgot where I read this, but um, the population. I want to say I'll look it up, but somewhere I remember reading the population of Hispanics in. The U.S. was more than like Spain or something like that. Weird, some statistic. Hmm. Yeah, and second to second to Mexico, with the largest population. Which I was like, "There's a lot of us out there," <laughs> which is good. <laughs> but yeah, just a little fun facts. I know Eric had one. What did you read when you were researching this, Eric? Actually, I remember now. I have two. Number one, they invented the color TV in Mexico, which I yes. think is super cool. And then the other like crazy ironic fun fact was that birth control, the first oral contraceptive, was 
like invented in Mexico, which I think is so crazy as like being so such a Catholic country. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I know with my family, we got a big old Mexican family. So I was like, they obviously didn't use it. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Michelada, another, another weird. Another I have weird a question for you. Oh. I'm very curious. Um, how was a young Minchilada? What was a young Minchilada like? <laughs> Ooh. Um, I don't think we've ever same weight, just shorter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I came yeah. out of the room, a solid two twenty-five. <laughs> oh, your poor mother! Your poor mother. <laughs> she just tore. Oh no, up. I was born a C-section. Oh, you I'm were. A I'm a platinum gay. Oh, you were <laughs> oh, a platinum yeah. gay. C-section. That is uh, true. No, I was little. I was just. I think I was the same. I was out. So, I used to like put together. I was the oldest. I wouldn't like have all my cousins get together and we'd make like music videos or put a play together. Yeah. And they hated it. But I was the oldest. I'm like, no, we're going to do this. They're like, no, we want to play football. I'm like, no, we're going to play Spice Girls. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're doing this. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Um, I could just imagine a a young Minchilada just being as loud and (laughs) and all of that. That You must have drove your parents crazy. Or were you a good kid? I was the oldest. I was pretty. You were responsible. Yeah. It wasn't honestly. If I didn't, I didn't become like a piece of trash until I was like in my twenties. I was gonna say till you met Mary M T. <laughs> She's not here to defend herself. I know. I know. I can't give her any credit for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I know. Um, when it comes to this, is another thing I was gonna ask you guys since it is Hispanic Heritage Month. What do you see a lot of representation on TV and film with the Hispanic culture as of late? No, I, no, I have to agree. Not enough. <laughs> no, I was because I, I was. No, I thought I was the only one who thought this. Like I'm like, when I was doing research for the show, I'm like, there really. If you look through the history of TV and film, especially, okay. there really isn't a lot of TV shows that are primarily with a full cast of Latinos and Hispanics that are on mainstream TV. You see it with the the white community, the black community a lot lately, but not really with the Hispanic community. Um, there's like maybe a handful of shows I can name. That, that yeah, goes. there was like George Lopez show. Yeah, like <laughs> Ugly Betty. We got Ugly Betty. Anything? Yeah, and like anything outside of that was like a telenovela. So it was yeah, like, you're right. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did do a sequel to that. Um, that like gay movie. What the fuck was it called, Eric? The Love something. Love Love Victor. Love Simon. Love Victor. Victor yeah. yeah, Love oh, Simon yeah. was the first Love one. And Love Victor was the second one, and he's Latino. Yeah, yeah. I so it remember, was a cute show. I remember yeah. watching Love Victor until and the one thing I wanted to point out: the actress who plays Hilda on Ugly Betty, who played Ugly Betty's older sister, plays the mom in oh. <laughs> Love Victor. Yeah, I liked the show up until she sat down at the piano at one episode and started playing Selena. And I was like, oh, wow, they're really playing into stereotype. <laughs> I was like, okay, we get it. They're Hispanic. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, really, out of all of the songs, they, they, they played. Every, it was, it was the, song, her, the song that made her um, on her English, the English song she did. I forget the name of I it. I could fall in love. Yes, that was the song she was playing on the piano, the mom. I was like, wow, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's what we're on that note. No one has a bigger range than Jennifer Lopez because she went from playing Selena to being 
a white lady on like what's it called? Rumor has it. Yeah. No, 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 not rumor has it. Monster in law. My, she yeah, monster in law. She's Italian. Or no, 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 no. The wedding planner. The wedding planner. She was like, okay, she's Mexican, and then she's Puerto Rican, and then she's Italian. Yeah. God. Yeah, Latinos and Italians just, you know, we switch genres. I know. I'm white when it suits me. We know. The other thing I was going to ask you guys with this: who, when you can think of really famous um hispanic either men or latinas who have actors actresses that are really in the hollywood eye who do who comes to mind for you guys that really is a trailblazer within the within the hispanic community that's out there not just playing maids and all of that stuff but actually making good film and tv Selma hayek she is so yeah. good. Yes. Salma Hayek. Actually, Salma there was an article of the Huffington Post that came out that Salma Hayek, even now, um, because she's had so much success with her career, that she still struggles as a Latina actress in Hollywood and still getting offers for the stereotypical roles of the maid in all of this stuff. Those type of roles, even though she's been doing it for decades now and has built a career, she still struggles with it in Hollywood, which I'm like, we're in 2020. Why are you having to struggle with it? It's so bizarre. But I think of like um, definitely Jennifer Lopez, even though I don't know, she's a controversial one in a way, because I remember there was that article that came out that like she plays white sometimes and not not Pat, not Hispanic. So I was like. (laughs) We're not gonna like that, but who there was else? Like a do picture guys circulating think? of like Mandy Moore and Jennifer Lopez side by side, and it was like Mandy Moore is the white lady Jennifer Lopez plays in most of her movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my How god. about you, Bashi? When you think of Hispanic Latino actors, actor, actresses, not a lot of? come to mind, which is sad. I don't know. Um, I know. One that I really like, but I've never seen, I don't think I've ever seen him in like a, a like Hispanic role. It's always been just kind of like some kind of fantasy or sci-fi thing is Oscar Isaac. I like him a lot. Yeah. He's in Star Wars and then he was in Ex Machina, Machina, which is really good. Great movie if you haven't seen that. Oh my God. It's so good. What was the show we were obsessed with? House of Flowers. Oh, Casa de las Flores. Oh my God. What's your name? So good. <laughs> so many good actors. Uh, have you seen yes. that <laughs> Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Isn't it so I good? That show? It. Yeah, I finished it in like one day. The site, the third so season. Good. Did you watch oh, it so dubbed good. or with subtitles? Uh, no, I watched. I watched it with neither. <laughs> neither. <laughs> She's like, I speak Spanish, asshole. <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, that's what I meant. Wow, bad. <laughs> Here we go. Let me take my grave. <laughs> But that was nice of you. See, that was my Jennifer Lopez moment. Yeah, <laughs> Your Jennifer Lopez. Yes, I watch it with subtitles. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's. If you think about it, there's not a lot of really well known. And we talked about this last week with that um, comedy special that's on HBO, and how at the beginning of the special they pull out a dictionary full of white comics, and then um, a dictionary full of Jewish com- comics. But when it comes to Hispanic well-known comics, there was a, pe- a, a pamphlet. That's all we got. Then it was all <laughs> male comics and not female comics, which I found interesting. And then you, the, if you go on 
HBO Max. I forget the name of the show. I got to look it up. But we talked about it last week. Uh, most of the cast for those comedians were female, which I really liked. So, but um, speaking of, we're since we're talking um, what's it called Hispanic Heritage Month. I thought instead of going through iconic his- Hispanics that have changed history, we're going to focus on Latinas who have changed history in America. Some really, really famous ones, and I and I apologize now if I butcher these names. This is oh, why I Jesus. ask about subtitles because this is what I mean. I know. <laughs> I seriously, I know. So Elena Ocha is the first one. She's the first woman, Hispanic woman, to in the world to go into space. Ocha was aboard the Discovery shuttle for a total of nine days while conducting important research for the Earth's ozone layer. Since that, um, she has clocked in over a thousand hours in space total. But she was the first Latina to ever make it into space. I thought that was really interesting. So the next one I was very surprised with when I um, was doing the research because I listened to a lot of music, um, but I've never heard her music before until I was doing research for the show. She's a very legendary um, folk singer that really influenced America. It's Joanne Baez. Um, She was a legendary folk singer, um, and she marched on Washington for the Civil Rights in 1963, and she sang the lyrics, We are not afraid today. Oh, deep in my heart, I do believe we shall overcome someday, were the lyrics that she sang. Baez lived by these words as a passionate, outspoken person for the anti-war effort, a civil rights activist, and a powerful, unforgettable singer-songwriter. Baez is probably well-known for her relationship with Bob Dylan, but it was her human rights activism her belief, her breathtaking voice, and her continued fight for justice for the marginalized and oppressed that have secured her place and history book. Okay, so the next one on the list is Dolores Huerta, which I believe some of you um, may be familiar with, or at least heard her name before. Was she like a union leader? <laughs> yeah, she was. Um, one of the union leaders, I believe, or started, let me find the little thing. So a little on Dolores Huerta. So she was a very big advocate for farm workers in the early 20th centuries, most of whom were immigrants from Central America and had a hard and painful, unjust life. That is until Dolores Huerta and others like her came along. In 1965, Huerta created the United Farmer Farm Workers, an organization that worked tirelessly to improve the working conditions for farm workers by lending by leading boycotts, picketing, protesting, and lobbying. Huerta was instrumental in bringing about legislation that protects some of the most vulnerable people in our society. So those farm workers back then, they had it really bad. I mean, they were sleeping in rough shacks, dozen, a dozen men to one room, and all below the poverty level wages is what they were getting, getting paid back then. Back then, even now, still now, yeah, which yeah. is crazy. Those people are breathing in fucking fire smoke right now. Yeah, to get us goddamn tomatoes on the shelves every fucking yeah. day. I hope everybody realizes that and thinks they're, they're farmers for it. Yeah, and she's still like she she was the one who like really led the charge for getting farm workers the the equal pay getting them good conditions to work in and everything so that's really cool the next one okay a list of latinas who have changed history would not be complete without selena 
<laughs> yeah, so she bobbed up on the list, which I, I mean, I she, for when I was a kid, that's all my cousins and my uncles and my tias and tios listened to. Um, still today. I know. They still all still. Today. Come yeah. on. When you go, let's go, like when you go to a drag show and the drag performer comes out and you hear bitty bitty bone, the, co- the crowd goes crazy still. When Michelada when comes Michelada out. When Michelada comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So she was born in 1971 in Texas. The artist known as Selena uh, was a pop superstar who brought American Tejano music to the masses. She was one of the most influential Latina artists of all time, winning a Grammy Award in 1993 and a, and a gold record in yeah. 1994. Um, Selena also, with Rita Moreno and, and Gloria Stefan, was one of the few Latin pop stars to cross over into the mainstream. She was tipped to be the next Madonna. Mm-hmm. But tragically, her career was cut short when she was shot by the president of her fan club over a dispute over the latter's embezzlement of Selena's company money. Uh, she, Yeah, she changed. I think she influenced a lot of what happens within pop culture. I think, yeah, in my opinion, at least. The next one, we all know Silvio Rivera. So, Silvio Rivera, she was a mixed-race Venezuelan Puerto Rican trans woman, was a pioneering LGBT activist who fought tirelessly for trans rights, often credited as a person who put the T in LGBT activism. Together with Marsha P. Johnson, um, Rivera created the Street Transvestite Action Revolutionaries, STARS organizations, which provided home for the trans people living on the streets in 1970s New York, a tireless activist for the LGBT people, ethnic minorities, and the homeless. Rivera dedicated her life to helping others. Sylvia's Place and the Sylvia Rivera Law Project were both named in her honor and are still worse and still work for the safety and rights of LGBT people today. Um, the next one is let's see if I can say this. Anna Mendieta. <laughs> So this one, I know, I'm, I, I warned you all before I was going to butcher these names. Um, this one I found very interesting, um, their story when I was reading it. So Ana Mendita became a refugee at the age of 12, fleeing the regime change in her native Cuba for Dubai, Iowa, is, is where she ended up. The sense of dis- displacement and loss would later be visible in Mandita's incredible artwork. Most of her 200 artworks use the earth as their medium, drawing on native forms of knowledge, spiritualism, and magic, as well as being profoundly feminist in their approach and subject matter. Often overlooked in the art history books in favor of her husband, Carlos Andre, who was controversially cleared of Mandita's murder in 19. 19- 85. Anna Mendites is only now getting the recognition oh. she deserves in the art world. But I found her story very fascinating. One of the other things that I found fascinating was that she referred to herself as they, or in history books, they referred to her as they. In a lot of her artwork, she had a very masculine tone, like she would have a full beard oh. um, and other masculine traits, which I thought was Wait. really interesting. So could she like grow a beard or she's just painted herself? No, like she she grew one. There's pictures. She grew one. Oh, like yeah. a, wow. Yeah. What's your name again? 
Her name is um, Anna. You're going to make me say it again. <laughs> <laughs> Mandita, Anna Mandinta is her but name. But sound it out in Spanish. Man, huh? <laughs> Mandita. Yes, fool. Yeah, mieta. There we go. I know. I'm bad at this. Um, Julia de Burgos is the next one. Oh, she was really interesting when I was doing research for this. So, so she was born in 1914 in Carolina, Puerto Rico, and was a successful published poet in her native Puerto Rico. Um, but when she came to the U.S. in 1930, her poetry um, all talked about where she was from, the, the country, how beautiful it was. And it was very scandalous for the time. But she was also a black Latina who came to America and tried to get into the poetry and the get published, but she couldn't get published at the time because she was a minority and she was Latino and black and because she wrote very racy poetry for the time. But because of her writing and her poetry that did get published, she kind of led the way for other Latino, Hispanic authors and poets to really be seen within the community in the U.S., the poetry and literature community. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, the next one, who is the next one, Rob? Oh, that's right. Mary, <laughs> Maria Elena Salinas. Mind things out of order. So. so with more than 30 years on screen, Maria Elena Salinas is the longest running female news anchor in U.S. television and is the first Latina to receive a Lifetime Achievement Emmy, dubbed the Voice of Hispanic America by the New York Times. Salinas, Salinas has become a figurehead for the Latino community. She recently announced her departure from her current role on Univision, saying, I am grateful for having had the privilege to inform and empower the Latino community through the work my colleagues and I have done with such passion. Thanking her Latino audience, she said, as long as I have a voice, I will always use it to speak on their behalf. She also uses her platform to cover issues that affect Latinos today, including the plight of unaccompanied immigrant children, as well as being an active philanthropist working to increase voter registration in the Latino community community and helping latino youth into journalism what station is she, working for? she was univision is where she was working last according to the article that i read no 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 you have to say univision <laughs> she um she retired from that and now she's coaching and helping um, what's got other young anchors and she's a very big activist for children uh, immigration children and what's happening at the border right now that's where she's throwing all of her energy into right. which I thought was really cool what, I could see Michelada being a good anchor at University. oh my yeah. god that's what I wanted to be when I was little no way like, are you so because I used to talk so fast like, what would you report on though <laughs> Oh my god! You're gonna give me a seizure. Stop it! I want to like give you. Much. I want to give you like an improv news report. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, text it to me. I'll do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Um, oh, I don't know what the do is. Cristina on that list. <laughs> the what? Cristina is she Christina. on that list? No, but I know. I remember her seeing her when I was a kid. Yeah, with my with my grandma. Yep. And she was like the Sally Can you Fields, fill us wasn't in she? Who we don't know who Christina is. She fill was. Go ahead, Minchelad. She was like a Sally so Fields referee, right? 
She Renee was almost Brenda. like the she could she had the potential to be the Latina Oprah. Yeah. Oh. She she she, she was like this blonde like blonde 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 blue eyed Cuban lady. Yeah. And you know she had a talk show and she would bring in like big names and she like Gloria Stefan was one of her best friends so she would bring oh, like Stephon. her on she, they would get like a bunch of other like and what I liked about it they would like whatever soap opera was big in Latin America. She'd bring those stars, and then she'd also yeah. bring like U.S. Grammy winners, and you know she yeah. had a bunch of people on her show. So I kind of like that she catered to both. She had a lot of yeah, she had a lot of like pop stars from America and then Latin America. She did a lot of like all over the place, but she was on the air forever, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. From what I remember, yeah. So the next one on the list is Sonia Sotomayor. We all know who she is, right? Yeah. Right, oh, yeah. right. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. So she she um, rounded out the list, but she was the first. Um, what's it called? Sup- Latina Supreme on this uh, Supreme Court justice. Yeah. So and she's been doing well. You can follow her, especially since Trump's been in office. She's been working hard. To me, for the immigration and all that stuff. Um, the last one, this one. Wait, which one is next, Rob? I don't know. We were missing the other pictures. I don't know. <laughs> what did you do, Rob? God damn it. Which one are When's your birthday? It goes back to the beginning. Yeah, when's your birthday? Mine? Yeah, I'm going to do a Florida 13. man no. and make you read it. What is Correct, it? Harry. October 13th. Go oh, you're there you five go. days before me. Hang on a sec. So two more of the list. Um, the next one I love and I have a special connection with because I was obsessed with the movie. But Rita Moreno. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Actress, singer, yeah. dancer. No, Bashy's like, I have no idea. She That's was like, the sorry. first Latina, oh. yeah, Latina to win an Oscar in nineteen sixty-one for West Side Story. But she is also one of the very, very few Latinas or Hispanic people to have won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. So He's I don't know. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. 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 Right? What's that called again? You got you got yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I was like, damn. And she's still going. She was just on the Netflix show, the remake of, oh, I forget what it was. Now I can't think of it. My old brain's like going away. But she played the grandma on a new show on Netflix. um, And she's still working. Like, she's still working. Yeah. I think it's amazing that she's never lost it. And there's some other, before we finish off the list, other ones that didn't make the list that I thought, like Gloria Stefan was one. That I was like, why isn't she on the list? <laughs> and there's with Gloria Stefan, there's a really interesting. Do you remember Divas Live when they used to do that on VH1? Yes. Do you remember that? Anybody? Or am I just old? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Eric. So there was a VH1 Divas Life for anybody who remembers out there. And it was like Patti LaBelle, Mariah Carey, Shania Twain, um, Cyndi Lauper. And then they had uh, Gloria Stefan. And there was a picture that they posted. I wanted to say it was on Today. And you see all of them. And all you see of Gloria Stefan was her hand. And she said on an interview, she's like, yeah, they cut me out of the picture. I guess I wasn't a diva. I was like, that's fucked up. (laughs) Yeah. That's stupid. Right? (laughs) So the very last one, this one um, was given to me by my sister. She, When I asked her, like, for you, what Latinas have, have influenced you or that you would suggest as an icon? And she said Alice Bags was for her. 
Alice yeah. Bags was yeah, Alice Bags was born Alicia Armadiaz, and she was the, one of the first American punk rock singer, musician, artist, educator, and feminist activist. She is the lead singer and co-founder of the band Bags, which was one of the very very first punk bands to influence the punk scene in the 1970s in LA. Um, and then she wrote a very successful book, her book called Violence Girl from East L.A. Rage to Hollywood Stage. I mean, it told her like her upbringing in East L.A. And it was very like um, graphic and she like no holds bar. But she eventually migrated to Hollywood and started in the punk scene and everything. Um, but even till this day, she became a teacher. She was an author, an outspoken activist, a feminist, and she's still doing work in LA today for the, for all of those communities. Um, but of all the things she's like proclaimed badass, like that is her thing. She's like, I started the punk movement. <laughs> I'm a badass, but she was like one of the only Latinas doing punk music at the time. So I thought that was fascinating. Yeah. Oh, Blonde Bar closed though. I know. Blonde Bar was cool. I love that. Any any other ones that you think should have made the list? Um, what's her name? Dolores Del Rio. Dolores Del Rio. Yeah, she was the first um Hispanic. She was Mexican to cross over into Hollywood. Really? Thirties? Yeah. Wow. That's cool. I was thinking, well, you know, um, but Miller does Dolores Delago, the Toast of Chicago, the Mermaid. No, nobody. Okay, never. No, no. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. Oh my god, you guys make me feel old. You are. Shut up! I hate you. <laughs> this Any isn't a Bette Midler podcast. I know. Shit. Not it should be. I swear it to God, be. it has been six times in a row. It should be. God damn it! Um, <laughs> Any other ones for you guys that stick out to you that should have made the list? Like I can think nope. of Midler podcast. Bet Midler podcast. We should do this with all of us dressed as different Bet Midlers. The the like Which that. one would you <laughs> be, Michelada? Uh, I would want to be Bet Midler from Beaches. Oh, see. Uh, Tony's not going to let you. <laughs> no, you can. I want to be 1970. What it was it? 1978. Divine Madness. When she was really raunchy and showed her titties all the time. Yeah, that's the bet I would want to be. That would be amazing. I'd want to be Hocus Pocus because that's all I know. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Which one would you be, Eric? Uh, I guess First Wives Club because that's all that's. Yeah, that was going to be my next one. (laughs) That is a good movie. I did see that one recently. Oh, man. Um, Other one that I thought, well, she made the news this week was Sada Ramirez. Did you guys see she came out as non binary? Well, she was first, um, she first was known for, uh, well, everybody knows her from Grey's Anatomy, but she came out as um, bi, but she came out on Instagram as, um, what's it called, non-binary. And the way she did it and how she did it and what she said, I thought was so, so cool. Let me find it because it's not loading. So she had posted, she says, I, in me, is the capacity to be a girlish boy Boyish girl, boyish boy, girlish girl, all and not neither. I thought that was really cool. So she made like everybody was giving her support. And because you don't, I guess I from what I was reading with this article, people that come out as non-binary kind of get pushed to the side as, okay, yeah, whatever. Um, so she 
with this statement she put out, she got a lot of praise from just people who are not falling in the spectrum of gay, lesbian, straight, um, transgender. They're, for the people who are binary, non-binary, um, bisexual, they were all like just rooting for her and just be like, finally, somebody's speaking for this demographic, which I thought was really cool. Um, but that led me to think like, so she came out as non-binary and Minchilada, maybe you can touch on this. How, how do you think it is for compared to other cultures for Latin, young Latino people to come out? It, do you feel that it may be a little harder <laughs> because of the culture? I think now it's a lot easier. Yeah. Like now I see like kids are coming out and it's a lot easier within Hispanic communities. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it wasn't maybe like it wasn't like that for me 10 years ago yeah yeah Yeah, i think it's been easier and with the people that i know like it's it's the whole machismo thing yeah Yeah. it's the really just machismo and which is interesting because (laughs) in the u.s there was an article that came out saying that um young latinos will be the ones who pretty much determined the outcome of the 2020 U.S. election. Because I hope of the, so. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought it was like, wow, good. But it's if they go out and actually vote. So everybody needs to go out and vote and to make a change is what I think. But yeah. Um, any other really famous Latinos that you we didn't talk about that you guys think should get recognition? I like Eva Longoria. I think she's like. Did you see her on she the pre- DNC? Sh- was it? No, her? I didn't. Was she that was her? Really good, yeah, yeah. Um, From she ha- produces a lot of things. Yeah, she produces yeah. a lot of shows, and like, she's kind of more behind the scenes nowadays. But I think that's actually really cool that she's so successful that she can start um, yeah. creating things instead of just starring in them. Starring in them, yeah, yeah. yeah she's one for sure. Um, how about you, Bashani? That we forgot. Um, we mentioned him on the last podcast, but I really love Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo's <laughs> hilarious. Uh, hilarious. I, I actually, I got to kind of, kind of not work with him directly, but secure How? him for something. I can't talk about oh, it, for but work, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he was, I forgot, he was just, we're not allowed to talk about He's it. just really fucking cool. And I can't yeah. believe he agreed to do what we wanted him to do. And it was something that was more like supportive of a certain community. And yeah. it wasn't like, you know, a big production or that he was getting a shit ton of money or anything. He was just like, Oh no, that's cool. I like that. And I'm going to help you guys. And he did like a lot more than I thought he was too. Yeah. He did like a bunch of like ads for us and it was really cool. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah. Very, that. just very easy to work with. He yeah. pretty much was just like agreed with anything. So to change topic a little bit, there is something that happened this week that I want to get your guys' opinion on. Um, So Andrew Lloyd Webber dropped on TikTok a Phantom of the uh, Whopper? Whopper. Okay, I'm getting like a little annoyed with this fucking song because everybody keeps saying WAP and I think they're making racially disparaging. Right, right. Like, you can't just go around saying WAP, everybody. It is offensive. So anyways, (laughs) so he did that with Cardi B Remix and people are going, are just canceling. They're like letting you know music is canceled. So I'm going to play you the audio of the clip and see what you guys think. Ready? I haven't heard it either. Here it goes. I don't cook, I don't clean, but let Aye. me tell you, I got Aye. this ring. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down the side of me, put your out for you, 
Just stop. <laughs> that is it. Okay. So the it internet like the is... intro to the tea party. <laughs> <laughs> so the internet is, let me just say one thing, social media, all of you people out there, you're mean. People are just mean. So you hate are... Phantom of the Opera though. I do, but I, cause that's Rob's favorite show. I, it's the boringest show in the world. No, it's it not. Really it's the is. best. They love no, it. No, it's not. Hi, 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 I'm like here it. too. Hi. <laughs> I hate that show. It is so boring. But this just made me laugh because it was like you take musical theater and you're putting it to wet ass pussy. It's hilarious. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's hilarious. So people on social media are like, they are upset. Okay. People are like throwing their phones. Somebody said we should have never. He should have never had access to the inter- internet to begin with. <laughs> Who do I need to call? I and think I'm it's just, just it's it's a completely missed opportunity. If you're going to put wet ass pussy to some kind of musical, it needs to be to cats. <laughs> Why cats? Contextual <laughs> pussy cats. Good Come on, yeah, you did miss I an agree. <laughs> But yeah. it was just okay. So I thought it was hilarious personally, which, um, but when I was doing stuff for the show and looking at Twitter and all social media, people are just ruthless. People are so ready to cancel stuff so immediately why, and take it so wanna, personally. Why do they want to cancel him over this? Because, because 2020 got canceled on them. They want to cancel shit on everyone. <laughs> I know. It I can't just... wait till someone tries to cancel me. I swear. That's when I know I'm I know. It. Me too, right? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody tries canceling the show. But it also brought up the whole thing with you guys saw Randy Rainbow, what happened with him in the last week. Right? No. I have so been Randy... working nonstop. I have no I know, fucking idea what's going on. So right Randy now. Rainbow is canceled now because. Tweets from 2011 to 2016 came out where he told some racist jokes about uh, Latinos, black people, trans community. Um, And they were like, they were jokes. So he did an apology with The Advocate. And of course, everybody on social media, they're like, that apology is not good enough. We need a more better apology. So he's pretty much canceled, even though he's very political now, and he changed his humor from then, which was, what, 10 years ago? He changed his humor, and now he's very political, and he does it with a Broadway kind of twist to it. Um, But people on social media are just going, went in on him and just canceled him. Like, if, if you listen to him or post anything, people are jumping on you for it. And to me, I'm like... I don't know how I feel about it, but these are for 2011 to 2010. Yeah, and he said tranny a lot. Yeah, which obviously we know is not okay, yeah. but it's not. We used and to the, like even in the drag community, we used to say that a lot, like call yeah. each other that because, yeah. like, I mean, it to me it was like a shorter word on transvestite, so it was like yeah, yeah, we'd use that word, but ne- like you know now it's like oh you can't say that. Yeah, Which, I mean it's fine if it's gonna if it really offends someone, you know, or makes someone uncomfortable. Yeah, I just found it interesting that the a lot of people and the the people who were really canceling with within the gay community. In my head, I was like, hum. So okay, he said all this racist stuff about ten years ago and made racist jokes, and he's a comedian. That's what he does. He's a comedian. So if he got in drag and did it, it would be okay, <laughs> like Bian- Bianca Del Rio does, and nobody's come after her. But rent. I'm not getting on this. So, it's a bad word. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you're going to cancel him you, for the same kind of jokes, but you're going to follow Bianca Del Rio and support her comedy, 
and you're have no problem with that. I'm just saying, what what's the difference? That's, I mean, I'm putting that question out there to people. I, is I'm it okay that Bianca Del Rio says that? Though? Well, I, that's what old? I'm wondering. She may she may not talk directly about black people, I think but Bianca's... she does say a lot about the Asian community, Latino community. Well, like she and, she it's about everyone. Like, yeah, she hates everyone. But I, I okay, I'm, maybe I'm weird with this, but I do think comedians get a little bit of a pass because, like, okay, like even George Lopez used to make really homophobic yeah. jokes back in the day. Yeah, and I still love George Lopez. Like, I don't think that's a reflection on how he feels personally about yeah. people, but it's like, you know, mm. it's it's satire. It's, it's that insult comedy. So that yeah. it's like what Don Rickles did his whole career. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. In the my question to you guys is in the in the where we are right now in America and in the world, does that type of commute that kind of type of humor comedy have no place or relevance anymore? Uh, I, I hope today we're getting tough questions today. I hope I'm I really know. curious about this. I, I see no, it like very much I, the way ways. I see it. Okay, oh, yeah, go, go ahead, Michelada. So yes. when you're on, when you're so, so like you know when you're on stage, unless you're like literally sell, you're like freaking you know Tony Perk is it Tony Perkins the one that's the motivational speakers? Unless you're like yeah. if it's a show, <laughs> Tony Robbins, Tony show, Robbins, Tony Robbins, yeah, <laughs> Tony Robbins. Well, like if it's like if, when you're on stage and it's a show, and you're gonna get up there and say, "I love you, you love me," you know, reach out, touch your TV screen. if you can't can't love yourself it's like okay you can only hear that so many times yeah and like what do people love on driveways they love the cattiness the bitchiness bitchiness. back and forth so it's it's you can't like it from i don't know it's weird like i I do think that you have to realize the context of where they're coming from you can yeah exactly and i I think think that's what people i think that's maybe why people are so with bianco del rio because bianco del rio is a character not a person but isn't brandy rainbow is too a character but is the problem is the problem with that is because he's a white cis gay male where bianca is a uh, hispanic drag queen does that give a little leeway there to bianca maybe to do the same types of jokes and not be canceled and in people's eyes maybe yeah i think i think think it's an interesting conversation to have it is. But I don't think it should be because, like, some of my favorite comedians make fun of race a lot, like Margaret Cho and Angela Johnson. And, like, yeah, I love Angela Johnson. I don't think it's fair to go to a comedian's past and and pull something out and and penalize, penalize them for what they've done back then yeah. in today's culture. Like, look at what they're doing now, look at what they're saying now. Because we and didn't know that things are offensive, yeah, you know, how different times of our life culture now. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. What about you, Bashi? What do you think? I I don't know. I think like number one, don't put anything in writing. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's why this podcast don't. will never be in writing. Don't just don't tweet. Number two, <laughs> it's all about context. I yeah. think I see both sides of it I because. I think making <laughs> Hi, Michelada. Who was it? Ah! Oh! Snowflake. <laughs> Snowflake. <laughs> I think making fun of those things can be like, yeah, it kind of normalizes yeah. it and lets people laugh with you. It's just about like, making things 
to the point where it's offensive is the touching yeah. part. Because if you if you make fun of something too much, then it gives people a pass to also use it. Yeah. Minchilada, like let's say you're at a at a comedy show and it's like Bianca Del Rio or Jordan Lopez or any it doesn't matter the comedian, but they're going in on Latinos. Do you get offended? Or if they're telling let's say, I don't know, gay jokes or whatever, would you get offended if it was specifically, let's say, let's stick to the Latino, if it was about Latino culture? I think you can tell when someone's trying to be hurtful mm-hmm. or make yeah. fun of a, you know, a stereotype. Yeah. I mean, ser- uh, I know people don't like it, but stereotypes exist for a reason. reason. Yeah. And now it's one thing to make fun of the stereotype and not the people is that yeah no no i i i totally understand that you're making fun of the situation because there's a lot of even hispanic comedians that do that within the within their culture but is it okay because it's coming from a hispanic or latino comedian (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) yeah i mean i do think like i think people in that sense that's why they make fun of like their own culture because it's like they don't allow to get away with it but yeah. Sure. If I pull up my ancestry, oh. my twenty-three and me, I can make fun of everyone. So. <laughs> right? <laughs> me too. <laughs> I don't know. It was just but my this, Jewish side. Your Jewish. <laughs> You're like I'm I'm zero point one percent Jewish. I'll I tell you right. which. I'll tell you which part isn't Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh shit! I'm gonna be canceled. I know. Oh god. <laughs> I don't know. I think allowed in Williamsburg, Brooklyn at all. (laughs) (laughs) I think cancel culture is a bit. It just seems like it's it's exhausting. Yeah, it's it's really tiring. It really is. I've been trying to cancel Miriam T for so long. It just won't take. Exhausting. It won't take. I don't know what we got to do. (laughs) God, I mean, we've had five petitions. She's she's canceling herself right now. (laughs) (laughs) When you see her in drag, that cancels herself. (laughs) I wonder what's going on. She's not here to defend herself. Poor Miriam. She'll be back next week. Oh, you know what? So, speaking of like, of cancel culture and people getting. So, lately, she's been super sensitive when I text her shit, and she's like, well, She's like, after all the mean things you texted me, I'm like, I text what did you say? You. What did you say? I'm I, know, I just Ooh. like texted her like, eat dirt and die trash or something. <laughs> that's how. And that's then, what like, I say to Rob every morning when I wake up. Everybody, though. <laughs> I know. And then like a week later, I completely forgot like we were texting about something else, and she's like, oh, now you're gonna speak to me like a normal person. <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute you eric and bashy miriam has gone into all of us at least very hard on the show right yeah right yeah. worse yeah, than that so. when i'm not even present to defend myself <laughs> yes i'm gonna hold back <laughs> that is true that is true it's we know so this true. is true I'm holding back all my venom so when she's on here she has the opportunity to defend herself and oh dig herself God. into even a deeper hole. This is your time to defend yourself, Minchilla, for all of the <laughs> shit she has said about you on the show. She said something last week. Oh, she said yeah. something every week. I, I, listen every to, week. I listen to the podcast. Does she think I don't listen to it? <laughs> or I have people call me. They're like, I've literally had people come like, girl. Did you listen to Miriam said about you? Yeah. <laughs> as long as they're talking about as you. Exactly. <laughs> talking. I'm like, oh, she remembers me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But you know, cancel culture is just exhausting. I'm sorry. It's exhausting. I don't it know is. how these young kids have the what energy you, to do what it. What do you guys think would be the reason you get canceled over something? 
Um, probably, I don't know. What would it, what would it be for you, Minchilada? What would people cancel you over? Probably killing Mary on stage. <laughs> <laughs> no, Minchilada, you would be, you would be promoted to sainthood for that. <laughs> I would be canonized. She I just takes all her gigs. Michelada's tea party. <laughs> Fuck the tea. We're drinking Michelada's. <laughs> that would be a great title for the show. An essay oh. tea party. Fuck the tea. We're having Michelada. Let you do a takeover. That what would, would be so funny. Here's that's the title of this show. <laughs> Fuck, the, Fuck the tea. It's all <laughs> I wouldn't name it who invited me. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. No, oh, but for copyright reasons, so I don't get so Tony doesn't sue me, I'd change it to whom invited me. Whom invited me. <laughs> Can you imagine if you started a podcast how pissed piss this one would get? We wouldn't hear the other oh, <laughs> That so, bitch said who? <laughs> oh, my. How about you two, Eric and Bashi? What would people cancel you over? Mm. Probably mm-hmm. local politics. There's one in particular that's really yeah. getting under my skin right now. Yeah. Which a lot he of and or don't... she just completely uses identity politics to the to the nth and doesn't have any actual like yeah. Oh, I know who this is. I know you know who this is. <laughs> I know, There's I actually two who are like this. I do too. Yes. The one thing a lot of people don't know about Bash, and he doesn't really say a lot on about it on the show, but Bash knows a lot about local politics. Yes, a yeah. lot. The ins way and outs and what's going on. Me. Yeah, way more mm-hmm. than me. And it's like I like when he goes. So we have a. We've said this on the show before. We have a boy chat with all of the boys. Um, and Bash for local <laughs> politics, I wait for his summary. I know what's going on. <laughs> and they're doing this just to knock this building down and blah blah blah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'll see a blurb on thing. like Facebook or something else, and I'm like, I oh, god, I don't have time to read. I'll just wait for the clip notes from Bash. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I abstain from discussing them on the yeah. show. What it's about super you? Eric? Helpful. What are you gonna get um, canceled for? I guess if anybody's ever seen me at Bear Night at the Marrow, you'd probably cancel me over that. Why? <laughs> Wait, why? Or touch her because I don't like We've all guys. seen you. You ain't canceled. <laughs> yeah, we've all seen you. <laughs> I know. It's like she's she's syndicated. <laughs> It's were, true. were. She's You're story. much different now. Was, different. was, was. was, was. was wink, so wink. Way in the past. You were like friends. Way in the past. He's listening. He's listening I in know, the past. Or what, do we give him a name or are we calling him by his real He name? said we could go by his real name. Lorenzo it is. I have Lorenzo. His government yes. name. I his government love name. that first name too, Lorenzo. Yeah. It's like Lorenzo it's a good name. He's fun. Yes. Yeah. He's in Martha this week. Marfa. Martha. 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 It's Martha. A place in Texas. 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 Why? Because it's an art town. And they have a Prada store that looks, it's an art installation. It looks like a real Prada store in the middle of the desert with oh, product in that. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. But no, but it's closed all the time. Like you can't shop it or anything. It's very, really We need more weird. places like that in California. How come we don't just build like artist communities in these podunk places that need help? Like what's the salt yeah. and sea doing? Eh. We got 
I know. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if they got good drugs, that should make the art better, right? Exactly. <laughs> so before we wrap everything up, I want to get your final thoughts on cult, um, cancel culture, each of you. Let's start with mm. Michelada. Final thoughts on cult, um, cancel culture, Michelada. What do you uh, think? It's unnecessary. Thank you. Eric? Too much time at work. Bashy? Mm-hmm. I don't like it unless it's against somebody I don't like. Then I'm all for it. Cancel <laughs> Miriam T. <laughs> said, like, said like a true Libra. <laughs> scales? Scales? God damn you. Uh, mine would be, it's exhausting. It's it exhausting. But yeah. speaking of cancel culture, you know what time it's time for? Carol, for once in your life, shut your damn mouth. <laughs> yes, guys. It's time for Carol of the Week. Who wants to go first with their Carol of the Week? I know Minchilada has one. She mm. kind of said it earlier before the show. <laughs> Do you want to go first, Michelada? Yeah, well, I guess they're, they would, they wouldn't, they're not Carls anymore. <laughs> um, so oh. I had two, had maybe about a month ago, had two patients that are just like not nice to people and i like i never wished it on them but i was just like oh my gosh it would be nice if they never came in again and, and they can't it, they both died <laughs> wait I've, oh I've now so, no 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 like completely unrelated i would be so they were they were just they were like horrible they were like they were mean to like all the staff they were like rude one was like super racist. Wow! And so I love it. I, I love it. Do. I'm moving so for you. Now the running joke is that I have a list. <laughs> you have a list. She has a power. Have a, I have She's a list. She's got a power. Oh shit! Yeah. So sh- <laughs> blink twice if you want me to say her name. <laughs> so you're like nurse <laughs> the dark nurse. <laughs> Don't get in her ward. You won't come Kevorkian. out alive. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So they were like oh, truly just despicable people. Oh, yeah. St- yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the one type that like come in and like our super mean staff, like yeah. racist too. Like, oh. uh, I mean, like without giving Karma's away too a much. Bitch. Like, we have a, Karma's we, a bitch. Karma's a bitch. We have a couple doctors that are like ethnic. And so when they saw that, like, this doctor that was going to treat them was ethnic and they yeah. weren't, they were like, well, I don't want this person helping me. I want someone that learned, you know, medicine in America. I'm like, oh, oh. The best doctors come from other places. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that, that was so one. Annoying. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're not Carol's no more. <laughs> they're not Carol's no more. <laughs> Wow, bash. <laughs> well, but, you know, Good like you. Well, the thing is, like, so I like. I mean, I think like it's so funny because like the, you're so happy for me. I know. I bash is like bash is like other people's misery. I imagine situations all the time. Like I would so, love people I hate to die. Yeah, I know. I do. You have like, a list. Happen to me. Oh yeah. It just don't happen to me. Can we get oh, a yeah. name off of twice list? in a row? I do. I'm looking at all. I'm looking at four of them right now. 
<laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> Wait, yourself? Yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I can't stand myself. I'm over. I'm oh my canceling God. myself. I'm over me. <laughs> What about you, Eric? Do you have a Carol this week? Um, so my Carol is um all the TikTokers at the San Diego beaches. Uh who fucking are making videos with their ring lights and their bikinis and go the fuck home. I'm just trying to get some ocean waves Thank here. You. God damn Thank it. Thank you. Yes. That was my biggest complaint last week too. Yeah. yeah. Cause you both have no, been. That's why I don't out. go to the beach. I don't want anyone catching this on video. Fuck no. <laughs> I text Bashy. I was supposed to go to the beach the other, like a couple weeks ago, but he didn't end up going. I was like, he's like, oh, when are you going? Are you sure you want to see a beach dwell? Cause that's what's going to happen if I go to the beach. <laughs> I don't understand why people from LA and Orange County come down here to go to our beaches. I'm like, y'all got yeah. beaches. Yeah. Why I is the Rona spreaders? Yeah, why why come look, down here? Leave us alone. No, look, I love I love everybody. And no, you don't. That's not true. No, you, no, don't. you know you don't. <laughs> you are such a liar. <laughs> no, I didn't even buy that for hey, a the second. Fuck home. Don't come down here. <laughs> she tried I, to say that with a straight face. I mean, Did you see I that? Know. Honestly, if I, I know you, everyone. if I know you, especially if you're listening to this podcast and you're from LA and Orange County, I love you. Come on down. We'll hang out. But stay the fuck home if you don't. Because I don't, I don't need more people down here. Yeah. San Diego's getting invaded, you guys. I know. Yeah, I know. There are more New Yorkers, San Franciscans, Angelinos, than I've ever seen in my entire life down here because they're all leaving because they don't have to work at the mm -hmm. office anymore. I know. Mm -hmm. Housing prices are up like 10%. Really? Yeah. yeah. They're snatching the shit up. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'm so getting true. scared. I don't want to gentrify the fuck out of town like that. I know. God, I was just going to say something. My old brain forgot it. Bashi, is that your Carol too this week or no? No, I've got several. Oh God, what is that? <laughs> oh God, Buck, buckle up, Buttercup. <laughs> but, wait, I gotta play Bashi's music because we haven't played it in a while. But we'll, oh, my Kill Bill. I, yeah, your Kill Bill. I don't have a knife. Ready? <laughs> Here she goes. She's getting worked up. She's getting fired up. Go ahead, Bash. Let us. Mine's have a it. little. Mine's a little similar to Michelada's. I just have a few people in my life that are just complete fucking misers. Like they don't have anything to say except something negative. Everything out of their mouth is a goddamn complaint. They're fucking rude, rude, like real rude. Yeah. And I have to. I have to live in close proximity to some of them. Yeah. And um, every morning I hear this one person that just gets under my skin constantly. And I hear her yelling at people on the phone because that's all she does all day is just complain to like cops, the hospital, phone provider, Verizon, AT&T. I don't even know how many goddamn things she has. But it's just I'm constant. right here. I'm right here. <laughs> I'm right here. The credit card company, the bank. It's just all day long, just calling and complaining. Literally. I'm not kidding. That's like all this person does. And every morning I'm taking my dog out. At 8 a.m., I hear her at the top of my staircase, and I just mutter on my breath, Ancora viva, eh? which means in Italian, she's still alive. <laughs> so you're wish, you're I'll add it to my list. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I was working up a spell last night. It didn't I, work. I've, I've tried everything. Janika's recommended in, like, Brujeria to put, like, mirrors yeah. against my wall, reflecting her negative energy back at her, because... Oh, is that what's on your bed? No. Oh, <laughs> okay, let me get for... into the second thing. Yeah, damn Wayfair. that mirror. Wayfair can go suck a dick. 
This thing has been on my bed for six months. I bought, no, it hasn't been that long, four months. I bought this goddamn <laughs> closet in May. They sent me one of these mirrors that was broken. I can't add this one to the closet until I get the second one done. It's They've sent two broken mirrors, both of which I've had to take to the dump myself. Don't ever fucking buy furniture from those people. It is insane. For for people who have been watching the video version of this podcast, you have that seen mirror, that mirror in every COVID episode started. since COVID started. It is there. It makes, it makes for really great parties, though. Like I know, oh like my God. You, the lines of coke, the bashing Eric long, have done off of that mirror. Eight feet long. We're just like. <laughs> Michelada, why are you salivating? Stop. <laughs> well, I tried so I could lose weight, but it just made me eat faster. Right. <laughs> oh my god. I've never heard that before. That sucks. That's so bad. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> um, what is my Carol this week? My Carol is so I see a lot of posts on Facebook from people within our community that work as servers in the restaurants and bars. And I I they're putting their lives at risk for COVID, right? Mm-hmm. And the number one complaint I am seeing seeing from our different friends that have been on the podcast, um, that I see all the time and it just infuriates me is how entitled and how rude customers have been during COVID. And I get so, I feel so bad for anybody within our community and outside of our community that is in the service industry that is out there going, trying to make an ends meet and working at these establishments that are really, really following the guidelines, but you're having patrons come in and being rude to the staff and not following the guidelines and stuff like that. That is just don't, don't do that. There's no need. There's yeah. no need. Put your privilege aside. Think about yeah. the other people around you. Think about the people who are serving you. Think about what they're risking coming to work every day. And just have patience and be kind. Also, <laughs> Seriously. These well, people I'm usually nice, but when Miriam's my server. Oh, no. Throw <laughs> your utensils. You know, tear down a brick from your establishment. Throw it at her. Just anything. She's like a tank. She can take it. I always drop my fork. I'm like, oops, sorry. <laughs> give her, give her a hard time. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> You're one of those people who eat I'm everything like, I'm on sorry, the plate. Sorry, my ice isn't cold enough. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't understand people yeah. being rude to. Because I, I, I was in the service industry for a long for time, for a 15 while, right years. There. I was serving and then managing a restaurant, so I've seen it all. Yeah. yeah. The one thing I will say is do not fuck with the people that are handling with your food because if you think we're not fucking with your food we are fucking with your food Mm -hmm. (laughs) even like the slightest thing like people would be like i want to decaf and give you full caffeine good luck sleeping tonight little bitch (laughs) yeah i got really i got really tired or just sympathetic to our friends of the podcast who have been posting this with stuff in the community i'm like why can't people just be patient and nice what's wrong with that your food's yeah, gonna come. Whatever your problem is, it's not gonna end the world. 
You're fine. I mean, granted, there's, there's issues that happen, but don't blame yeah. your server for everything. You don't know, know what's going on. Don't back be there. rude. God yeah. damn. What if Life's the kitchen short? Exploded? Exactly. Life's too short. <laughs> don't worry about that shit. But you guys, those are our carols of the week. <laughs> I'm not stressed out. I know. God, Carol stresses me out. Fucking Carol. Uh, fucking Carol. <laughs> fucking Carol. <laughs> but that is our show, everybody. Um, thank you, Minchilada, for co-hosting after all this time. <laughs> after all these months. I know. You got to come back next year. time. Miriam's um, doing Wine Club uh, and co-host with us again. Oh, no. I want I want to. I want to fight her. Yeah, you want to fight. I know we you know what's really weird, Michelada? We have not had the two of you on an episode together. Yeah. What? No, well, like, right? have, I'll sacrifice my place to observe that. <laughs> It'll be a good show. It, we're gonna put money down. Who's gonna win? It's like a Vegas fight. We're just Who's like beating each other up. I know. <laughs> How do people find you, Michelada? Give them all your info. Where you can, can find, find you? me at michelada.com. M I C H E L E A D A. God, see, it's not just me. I, I'm not the only one with a little dyslexia. Yes, you can find me at michelada.com. You have the links to all my social media yes. on there. Um, I also have my t shirts on there. Uh, yeah. All of that. Yes. And how do people find you, Bashy? I'm at say my name underscore bash. And there you go. I haven't been that active on Instagram, but no, you've been quiet, quieter yeah. than normal. Makes me scared. I'll, I'll get better. It makes me scared. Like, is the world <laughs> coming to an end? What's happening? <laughs> How do we invite you, Eric? You can find me drinking a michelada, not that michelada. <laughs> um, or you can find me on Instagram at party bear Eric. I changed it again. Again? Party bear Eric. <laughs> I saw it. I'm oh, like, where's this bitch Lord. party? Everything's I'm... closed. I know. Who's she partying with? <laughs> Who's she partying with? I can't talk about it. They'll cancel yeah, right. <laughs> You're canceled. <laughs> you guys, you can follow the show at who invited her underscore podcast on Instagram. We are who invited her SD on Twitter and Facebook. You can watch us live every Saturday on YouTube and on the Out at TV app and now trending. We are on there every Saturday, 1230. Hang out with us. Have a cocktail. All of that good stuff. Give us an email. Um, give us your opinions on topics we've talked about on the show. We would love hearing from you guys. Um, you can email us at thegang at whoinvitedher.net. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. It's Tony underscore baloney underscore macaroni. Um, and Miss Miriam T will be back next week, hopefully. And that is it. I know, boo. <laughs> <laughs> but that is our show. You guys have a good rest of the weekend, when we, this weekend. And don't forget, it's going to be Hispanic Heritage Month. So go out, have a margarita, do something. <laughs> but we will see you next week, you guys. Bye. Bye.